South Tallahassee. That's in Florida. That's where Shaw. That. That's where Shaw Grigsby's from. Welcome back to the Bass Bus. I'm Pat Renwick. This uh, right over here is Ryan Popcorn Whitaker, Shaw Grigsby. That's hey, the, Ryan. That, that, Hi, Shaw Grigsby. That's Ryan Popcorn Whitaker. This is uh, uh, JP Kitty, not JT Kenny, but JP Kitty. What up, Shaw? Uh, right, right, right over there. And that's the. Uh, this is the Southside Small Isle Samurai. All the way over here, Bobby Bergeron. And, and he's, he's the smallmouth lord of the south side of Lake Michigan. That's what's going on there. Hey, uh, Shaw, I just want to say again, th- thanks, dude, for, for coming, uh, you know, making a little pilgrimage uh, over to your kid's house and, and coming on this show right here. Because uh, we, we, we love us some Shaw Grigsby. You, uh, you are known as a, uh, as a sight fisherman. Okay? You're known, you're known as a sight fisherman. That is a special skill. That is the skill of a patient man. That is the skill of, of, a, uh, of a warrior, of a, of a patient, silent stalker, like a panther. Okay? You're kind of like Shaw the Panther Grigsby on the water. I, can't, I am way too antsy to sight fish. I can't do it. I got a chunk and whine or I got a flip. And how the hell do you sight fish all the time? How do you do that? You just you just go up north, man. Because when you got those smallmouth on bed, if you hit within ten feet of them, they race off and bite. It. <laughs> it's stupid, aren't they? Those brown fish with red eyes get wild. Yeah, but uh, in Florida, it, it's definitely uh, slow, methodical. You know, there's a lot of little things that you do to kind of, you know, help yourself catch them. But really, the big thing is to stay away from them where they don't see you. You know, and maybe you can just barely see them. Um, you know, like I, I wear glasses cause I'm only, you know, 12 inches, 13 inches away from the screen or whatever it is, 18. Um, so close in, I, I, I you know, I've got to have uh, readers, but my distance vision is still good. It's still uh 2010, maybe a little better than that. And, uh, or 20, 2015. So, uh, it's, it's pretty good. It used to be 2010, 25. Now it's 2010 or 2015 and 2020. So, uh, so my distance vision is still okay. And you got to be able to see them, but if you can stay away where you could just barely see them, you have a much better chance. I spot them all ahead of time. I lock them in on my Lawrence electronics. I try to remember where they are. Then when I get there, I want to make that cast before I ever get close to them. I mean, I want to make that cast knowing, okay, he's right there to the left of that reed. I make that long cast, lay a bait in there like an Ocho or something and just let it settle out. A lot of times you'll catch that female first cast. And what, what's the biggest mistake that you see a lot of, a lot of people make in sight fishing? Would that be that they get up too close on them? Sometimes, but a lot of times it's too quick. You know, you're, you're pitching, working, pitching, working, pitching, working. Um, I, I know that if I can leave that bait in there and aggravate that fish or aggravate him before it even gets to him, I'm ahead of the game, so I just want to cut the time down and and do the right the right moves and watch the fish. I'm always constantly trying to just see the fish. If if I can't see the fish, if I'm staying way back, then then I'm just going to work it extremely slow. The slower, the better. Slower, the better. Like the panther, slow That's and methodical. It. Stalking, stalking, stalking. Shaw the panther, Grigsby, <laughs> searching hey. for the chicken of the woods. Hey That's Shaw. It. Um, I want to talk about uh, sight fishing when they're not spawning. Do you Ooh, do you do you that. get into that? I uh, love like that. summertime <laughs> because you know people don't think about that. I almost won a BASS tournament on um, Bugs Island, and it was the fall of the year, 
and David Fritz had just won the classic and then he turns around and either placed high or won the next one or, or Zell did it real good. But anyway, I was on so many fish, sight fishing them in September on Bugs Island. Clear water, they were running in these big schools, I call them wolf packs, they were just hunting, hunting bait. And, and you'd run into them, and you just made a cast out in front of them with a tube, and they were like piranha. They'd go over there and eat them. Well, the tournament came around, and it was cloudy, windy, overcast. You couldn't see anything. And and so I ended up not doing very good. I, I couldn't adapt at that point uh, to those conditions. But, yeah, the, it's, it's, it's extremely technical when you do it, you know, when they're not on beds. When you're on beds, they're, they're – forced to be right there right. when you've got a fish and you spot them and that's you know when you mentioned tarpon oh my gosh this is the deal you know you you see this fish and he's swimming and so you want to make this cast you don't want them to see you you got to make that cast before they ever know you're there but you don't want to hit them on the head you want to present it six feet five feet you know out in front of them to where something just happens they go oh my gosh there's something uh, and and i'll tell you i had one at okeechobee you like that so i was i was in um uh, cochran's pass and i had a pretty big fish like a seven pounder and she's cruising out she'd finished spawning she's cruising out she's leaving going out into the bay and so i'm following her and i make a cast out in front of her and i let it spiral down you know, had a tube she just passed right over and I made, ran around in front of her again, trolling motored out. I made another cast. I got it way out in front of it. I let it sink down. I waited till she come over and I just jiggled it, shook it to where it like looked like it was alive on the bottom. She swam over it. I'm scratching my head because that's, those two things usually catch it. That's like, you know, that's like the perfect deal is get it way out in front of them, let it lay on the bottom. She's swimming up, you jiggle it, she spots it, boom, they eat it. And, and that's perfect. That's textbook. So, well, I'd gone through everything I knew, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, well, i got to try again. I threw out, you know, I went around her again. Here she's cruising, comes out of a clump of hydrilla. She's hitting open water. I fire her out there. My tube sinks down. All of a sudden, I feel dink, and I'm still seeing her. She's not anywhere around. I got a bluegill. He ate my bait, and I'm like, no. And I'm oh. pulling it, pulling it, pulling it, and the bluegill <laughs> spits it out. She just goes and eats it. And I'm like, I could have, I could have French kissed the bluegill, man. <laughs> <laughs> man I'd have Jimmy Houston that bluegill. Nice. Anyway, but I, I did catch her, and uh, but it took a bluegill where she got in competition to do it. So you, right. you know, if you if you listen to that story, it sh- it's everything that I do when they're not spawning. You know, you get out in front of them, let them see it spawning down, you know, falling down like a little shad or a little bait or a little, little you know, uh, crawfish. If that doesn't work, then you get it way out in front of them and just let it sit till they get close enough. And then you jiggle it and they just they think it's alive. Those two things really work almost every time. So let me let me throw you this scenario that happened to me last weekend. Um if they're not cruising and you can't get out in front of them, if they're okay, we're on a, a lake called Big Green Lake in Wisconsin. Um, really clear water, and uh, you know we're we're in the fall here. He's still hurting from this tournament, Shaw. That's it's driving what's going me crazy. On. He's, he's psychologically scarred. There, under I, I found about ten to fifteen docks that each one of these docks would have five to ten fish over three pounds. You know, from three to six, seven pounds underneath it. And, and you could be as far away as you could and throw anything in there, Senko, tube, whatever, and they just wouldn't bite. They would just swim, they're just swimming around like the tank at Bass Pro Shop under that dock, you know, uh, you know swimming I've, in I've seen that a few times. What um, would you do in that situation? 
most of the time I wacky, wacky Ocho and I can go to the small four inch Ocho, you know, go down to six. Um, you may even go to, go to five, you know, we have the new finesse, you know, cigar has that new finesse fluorocarbon, really light, precise stuff. You know, you, you skip it up under a dock and, and, and let it sit. A lot of times you want to dead stick it. So you throw it out there, let it sink down. Don't do a thing. Just let it sit there. They're swimming around, swimming around, swimming around. And all of a sudden you just shake it to where it quivers. You don't want it to like jump or do something. Just let it quiver. And that, and one looks, oh, and then he goes down, but you get one to look and they get in competition. It's just like, they're like two-year-old kids or three-year-old kids. You 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 got a shopping cart, you're going down the shopping, you know, down a grocery store, and, and one of them says, man, I want a piece of gum. Well, if you got two kids, that second one doesn't matter if he wanted a piece of gum or not, definitely He's, wants a piece of gum. Yeah. That's that's what a bass is. They're getting competition. Once one of them looks at it, they both got to have it. Just what? like the Long John Silver's crumbs. That's that, got to have them. That, that, yeah. That's the deal right there. Shaw, you are the host of One More Cast. Yeah, was. Uh, yeah, how, how, oh, did you say was? Yeah, was. Oh, I did not know. This is news to me. The, so the, the, the sh- I retired uh, just a few weeks ago, well, uh, back at iCast. Wow. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Are, are you okay with this? 20 years. 20 years, 20 years man. Wow. I loved it. It was a lot of fun. It, it uh, Give me just a second. Come here. Give a big hug. He's gotta, my grandson's got to go to school tomorrow, hey, so he's got to go to sleep. Take so. it easy, Shaw's grandson. That's Bryce. Hey, Bryce. <laughs> he's a TV uh, star now. Yeah, he, he is a definitely a heck of a good fisherman. Awesome. And awesome. and a hunter too. He likes it. But anyway, um, so um, where were we? One more cast retirement. Cast. Yeah, you know, I I, um, I had an opportunity to do it and and run with it and and I just I said you know I don't I don't want more. I've got a grandson. He's nine. Um, I have my daughter is pregnant, so we're going to have another a granddaughter being born in February. Congratulations. Thank you. And and literally, even without one more cast, I have so little time, it's just amazing. So I want to have some time to spend with them, to enjoy things. I mean, we've got to go fishing all around. We've got to go hunting. I just want to spend some family time. And, and who knows? I may get back in it next year or two years down the road. I don't know. Because it's definitely a passion of mine. I love fishing. I love doing television. But right now, I'm taking a break. Yeah, do, and it goes right back to that first thing we talked about, the relief of being home. You're home. I'm definitely home, that, and that, it's nice. But congratulations on such an amazing, amazing series, too. I mean, that, that, was, that, that was, and I'm going to be quite frank with you. I can't watch too many fishing shows because they drive me nuts, but yours was a good one. Well, <laughs> thank you. I, I appreciate that, and very honestly... I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to tell you, I like MLF. I like the, 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 the Bassmasters. Uh, I like one more cast, a, a, little, uh, a little Jimmy Houston and some Zona, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know. If I excluded anybody, sorry. Sorry. Please still come on our show. I didn't mean to offend anybody right there. The, uh, there, there are some shows that are a little hard to watch, but I, I can tell you, I had a great time. And the crew I had, I mean, they, they've won so many awards, National Geographic. They do all of it. They were wonderful. And, and they knew how to, how to make a show go so quick. So when you started, all of a sudden it would be over, and you go, wait a minute, it just started. And that's what I wanted with the show, not only a real show. So it wasn't, you know, like everybody's catching seven-pounders. I wanted something where 
you go out there and only catch one pounders, you know, because that's what you that's what you do sometimes. And sometimes you have that dock situation; you don't even catch any. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what makes it tough. Yes. I mean, uh, no no <laughs> doubt, it's what makes it tough. Hey, um, I, yeah, I want to talk to you a little bit about history, some Grigsby history. Okay, now this is a, you, you're probably thinking that I'm going to go back into the into the Grigsby songbook here and take you from the beginning of your career, but. I don't know if you're aware of this, that there's a lot of famous Grigsby's in history. Do you know that? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I, did you know that, that one of my relatives actually was the one that nominated Abraham Lincoln to be president? I, I do, and that would probably be uh, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. You see, you see what I'm saying? I uh, didn't know his name, but I knew that was true. I ran yeah, he, into Abe. <laughs> married Sarah Lincoln or Sarah Sarah yeah, Sarah Lincoln was Abe's sister, but here okay here's a couple famous Grigsby's now tell me if you know who they are uh, Hugh Grigsby no Hugh Grigsby is a Virginia uh, uh, congressman statesman wow famous in history uh, Andrew Jackson Grigsby really yes Andrew Jackson Grigsby is a colonel from the Confederate Army. He fought some wow. battles and stuff. He's a badass. Dude, I, yeah. I appreciate you doing this research. This is cool. Yeah, yeah. This I got you on this. Uh, <laughs> Boomer Grigsby. Boomer Grigsby. You know who Boomer Grigsby is? Uh-uh. Yeah, he's a Florida boy. He was, he was actually a linebacker for the, for the Dolphins. Really? Boomer Grigsby. You want to write this down? You want me to give you a minute to get a pen? Or you're good. I'll remember every bit of this. Okay, you can, you can watch this back, too. Uh, um, Charles Grigsby. Charles. Charles Grigsby. We had a Charles Grigsby here in town. Uh, he was in the newspaper or something, but I don't think I'll know this one because this one's got to be really famous. <laughs> this guy is actually a, a, a contestant on The Voice, Charles Grigsby. Wow. No, I mean, really, American Idol. I made the voice thing up since we were talking about it, but it's, it's, it's American Idol. Uh, John Grigsby. Do you know who John Grigsby is? Uh-uh. He wrote Beowulf. Beowulf. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, you got a famous last name. Not only are you a, a hell of a bass fisherman and an outdoorsman, but you have some lineage, bro. You got some lineage. Do I fit in there somewhere? You are a famous professional bass fisherman, so you are at the top of my list. Shaw Grigsby. <laughs> yeah, when these other Grigsbys go through this, he's going to be on the list, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> professional bass fisherman. <laughs> exactly. I mean, when I interview uh, uh, Sarah Lincoln, who was married to Aaron Grigsby, and ask her about that and, and what she did for Abe and all that stuff, yeah, I don't even know. Hey, uh, Guys, you you got anything you want to ask Shaw before we before we head out of here? We're right up against the clock here. Yeah, I got sure. I got a couple quick, quick ones. What is your favorite bed bait when you're sightseeing them? Sight fishing. <laughs> you know, uh, seesaw sight. I catch I catch more on a rage bug. Some people call it a structure bug, but a rage bug than anything else. It used to be the rodent. Now it's a rage bug. My biggest bass I've ever caught was on a rodent, strike king rodent. So. Uh, but the rage bug has just got so much more going on. It's just just incredible bait. Just small, compact, kind of like a crawfish getting in the bed. They can't handle it. All right, this is one we kind of ask everyone: white or black frog, and why? <laughs> black. <laughs> black. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, the right you know, answer. It's really cool because you know Ish Ish is a is a, a heck of a good frog fisherman. Ish Monroe, in fact, one of the best. 
and he uses. I think. I think if you ask him, he'd say white was his favorite. Mine is black. So was Aaron Martin's. And, he picked white also. Shaw, Shaw is the first one to get the question correct. <laughs> <laughs> I use them both, but I do keep predominantly black is, is what I start with. I love it. I think it's just it silhouettes better. They see it better. I catch more fish. I got more confidence. There you go. Cats or dogs? Dogs. I got a absolutely. That's my, my son's that stays at our house and uh, you failed. You failed. He's killing it. <laughs> killing it. It's JP got- Kitty. You failed. Hey, I, I've had kitties. I've had lots of cats, but uh, I just can't help it, man. This dog, I, I can show you a picture of my cell phone. She's she's really special. No, I love all animals. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Shaw. Hey, Shaw, um, thank you so much, man, again, for taking some time out of your evening and, and hanging out with us goofballs, man. Man, thank you for having me and, and uh, being on there. And, hey, if anybody wants to keep up with me, Shaw Grigsby fan page on Facebook, man. I'm there all the time. In fact, a guy was – texted me today or messaged me today and he said man i can't believe you're just answering me right off the bat and i go i try to i do it all myself so man i I love it hey best of luck to you in your upcoming season and and enjoy some home time with that family buddy absolutely thank you so much for having take care ladies and gentlemen shaw grigsby right here on the bass buzz yeah buddy yeah hey coming up next out of the box with bobby b all things jigs don't you go nowhere 